I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I'll like it. And I always sing that song when I'm about to learn stuff and I like to learn every single day. How about you? What do you want to know about? What do you want to know more about? Are you open to learning? And what would happen to the world if we stopped learning? Ah, we wouldn't have any advancements in anything that we do because everyone would say, I know that already. I've heard that before. I don't need to learn anymore. But there's a really interesting thing and there's two quotes that come to mind. One is, it's easier to fool people than it is to convince them that they have been fooled. So it seems that once we learn something, we believe it, it becomes an opinion, perhaps even a conviction, and nobody can change our mind. So one of the things I'm always aware of is if I, if I believe something passionately, I always, and I'm constantly doing this every day, Rowie, what if you're wrong? You believe that to be true, it's your opinion, but is it actually true? Uh, has anything changed about that particular opinion? Is there more to learn about that opinion? Is there more to know? And is it possible that if you keep asking questions, how can I learn more and be open to learning, that you're more likely to have an open brain? The other interesting thing about the brain is it only gets better and stronger and tougher and wiser if you force it to. So if you stop learning, if you become literally brain dead, so you say, I know that already, and you don't challenge your brain anymore, then you will literally rot your brain will rot away and I share that with you passionately because my father who could speak seven languages fluently and he could sing them write them preach them he was he who was absolutely fluent in seven languages but as soon as he stopped using them and he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia a rotting brain he believed that everyone else in the family believed that he stopped practicing his languages he stopped playing musical instruments he stopped moving around he stopped getting fresh air and sunshine because they locked him in a hospital and of course his brain rotted away so if we if we stop learning our brain will rot but how would we know that if we we've got that attitude I know that already which means we've been convinced of something and it's very difficult to be uh, unconvinced if there's such a word. So how do we make sure that we're open to learning and is it possible that it needs to be a day-to-day -day thing? The second part of that is if you are meant to know something, so if you're a doctor, you should know about the human body. If you're a lawyer, you should know about the law. If you're an exercise professional, you should know your anatomy, physiology, exercise programming, how the macronutrients and micronutrients work inside the body. That would be called nutrition. Uh, you should know how to get somebody healthy, fit and strong. You should know what the endocrine system is, how the central nervous system works, how the immune system works, how the digestive system works, how muscles, muscles and bones get stronger, the skeletal and muscular system, the cardiovascular respiratory system, how do we actually get fit. The really exciting things like myokines and brain-derived neurotropic factor and dopamine and adrenaline, the things that keep us healthy, fit and strong for the rest of our lives. Uh, we should know all of those things. We should know the energy timeline. We should know the difference between the phosphate, lactate, and aerobic systems. We should know the origin, insertions, and actions of all the major muscles in the body. We should know what happens if we put a compression force through a joint or a traction force through a joint versus put a shearing force across the joint. Just saying those things, I get a little bit, uh, and I'll, I can only say the word sad, because they're the things that most exercise professionals don't know. Obviously, if you're a doctor, you should know them because you learn your anatomy and physiology. Just as an interesting side note, I was talking to a medical practitioner just recently who shared with me that anatomy and physiology was a big part of their first year of their medical degree. 
And after that, it was all about what's the best medicine, what's the best, best pharmaceutical, what's the best prescription to write for this particular challenge. Uh, and I'm sure that there's plenty of great drugs in the world, and isn't it awesome that there is? But what if we didn't have to take a drug? What if we understood how the central nervous system works with the endocrine system to get us healthy, fit and strong mentally and physically so we can stay that way for the rest of our lives rather than pinpointing a specific challenge, here's a pill for it, take that. I'm sharing that with you because as a human being, if somebody tells you you're sick, you've got a disease, you're going to die, uh, you're depressed, you're anxious, you've got some kind of label, so it might be, a, uh, might be the label of ADHD or ADD, or you are depressed or anorexic or bulimic or obese, or you've got coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, you've got osteoporosis, rather than just taking those diagnoses, those labels on board, wouldn't it be nice to know for yourself, even if you don't understand the whole system, wouldn't it be great to have at least the basic understanding of anatomy and physiology so you can ask the right questions or ask intelligent questions of the medical professionals? Now, I'll give you a very sad reason for that. Uh, there's some big killers in the world, coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes. Now we've got depression. We've got obesity. But one of the biggest killers in the world is medical malpractice, medical misdiagnosis, medical, we gave you the wrong pill, we gave you the wrong drug, we diagnosed you with a different disease than you actually had, and people are dying from that at the moment, depending on which country you have a look at the statistics. It's the third biggest killer in most Western countries in the world, where a doctor got it wrong and the person died. Now, that's, I get that. That happens. It's, it, we live in a world where bad things happen. But I always relate back to this quote. People will always do bad things and bad things will always happen. But the world will only become a bad place when good people do nothing. Now, the definition of a good person, if you're a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss or a leader and somebody's relying on you to be healthy, to be fit, to be mentally strong, to be an optimist, to be positive, to be a solution finder and you're not, then we're, the responsibility of the world becoming a better place, who's going to take that responsibility on board? And I think if you're a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss, or a leader, you are given that responsibility for a, for a reason, so that you can make the world a better place, so that if bad things are happening, you can do something about it. If a bad person does something, you can do something about it. But none of that can happen if you're unhealthy, if you're unfit, if you're weak, if you're frail, if you're mentally weak, if you're depressed. So why do we get depressed? Why does our muscle waste away as we get older? Why do we get coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, depression? Why has the world become obese? Surely they're questions we need the answer to. And if you're an exercise professional, if you're a medical professional, and you don't know the answers to those things, uh, could it be embarrassing, personally embarrassing? And I deal with this every day. That was a beautiful bee that just went past. I love bees. And imagine the world without bees. Apparently the world wouldn't exist without bees. They're pretty important. But how would I know that if I hadn't learnt it? And I stand here in rural New Zealand where I'm learning every day about bees and cows and sheep and fertiliser and water bores and weather and somebody laughed at me today because I know the difference now between a northwesterly wind and a southerly wind and an easterly wind uh, because I'm learning every day because I live in the country I need to learn about living in the country. I'm sharing that with you because if I came to live in the country and I said I know that already I've heard it before and everything about living in the country and I didn't know I would be embarrassing myself but I would be a fraud because it wouldn't be true. And I've heard that a lot just recently of exercise professionals and medical professionals 
who say to me, if they're being honest, and they say that, Rowie, I have to be honest with you, I feel like a fraud. I should know this stuff because I've got a piece of paper that says I'm qualified, I've got a certification, I've got a medical degree, I should know, but I don't know. I've either forgotten or I didn't learn it in the first place. And I share with you something very passionately and openly. The reason I love having blonde hair, and I'm always going to have blonde hair, is if you've got blonde hair, it seems that people think you're not very smart, so they're happy to teach you things. If you then have an open mind, open body language, lean forward when somebody's speaking, if you keep asking questions rather than talking, and have you noticed that a lot of so-called experts, they do a lot of talking, 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 but how often do they ask questions? How often do they say, what if I'm wrong? What if the information that I've been giving to the world isn't right? What if the person who gave me this information gave it to me because they were given money to say that? Or they had a personal interest in that company or that research study? Or they just didn't know themselves, they are just following the crowd? And again, one of those horrible quotes, 50 million people doing a dumb thing doesn't mean it's not a dumb thing. But how would we know it's not a dumb thing if we don't keep learning? So there's two things. Do you want to keep learning? Do you want to know how your human body works? Because how can you do anything else if you're weak and frail and depressed and miserable and out of shape and you've got no energy? Surely that's the fundamental, the foundation of everything. doesn't matter what kind of business you want to run, what kind of education you want to get, what kind, how much money you want to make, where you want to travel. None of that is possible if you're weak and frail and depressed and miserable and anxious and you've got a, a body that doesn't work effectively. The reverse of that, which is really exciting, if your body is really fit and really strong, if your brain is fit and strong, and I, this is just as a very personal note, because I'm learning every day. Every time I see a word or hear something that I don't know what it means, I don't go, oh, I know that or pretend to know. I go and find out what it means. So I'll give you my two favourites. I remember the day that I heard brain-derived neurotropic factor, BDNF. And I couldn't even say it because I'd never heard of it before. And of course, fertilizer for your brain, which makes everything in your body work better, is a pretty important substance inside your body, inside your brain. But if I'd said, oh, BDNF, who cares what that is, and just forgotten about it, I would have forgotten how to even say the word. I remember the first time I heard it, brain-derived neurotropic factor. I said it a thousand times in my head because I wanted to pronounce it correctly so that I sounded like I was interested in that particular topic because if it's a word that you that you say but you don't say it properly then you, that in itself doesn't make you credible so then I wanted to learn about brain derived neurotropic factor which then led to a whole new learning of how the of neuroscience how the brain works adrenaline epinephrine dopamine serotonin endorphins oxytocin all of these things that now I can, I have a basic understanding. I'm not an endocrinologist. I'm certainly not a neuroscientist. But I can now ask much more intelligent questions about why do we get depressed and why do we get angry and why do we get sad and what happens to the human body when your brain's weak. The next one was myokines. I'd never heard that expression before. And I went, well, what's a myokine? Not I already know that what that is or I don't need to know what that is because I've never heard it before. And for me, it's one of the most exciting things that's ever come into my life because it's the protein that muscles produce when you put them under pressure, when you get puffed, when you lift heavy. And myokine is the, the protein that's the message sent back to the brain to say, I've got to get fitter and I've got to get stronger for next time. It's part of the endocrine system. But if I'd just forgotten about it or didn't care or thought it's not important... Everything to do with the human body for me is important because if I'm weak and I'm frail, if I'm mentally weak, 
if I'm physically weak, if I can't do all the things that I want to do, particularly if I can't learn because my brain's weak, then I'm an educator, I can't afford to do that. I'm a leader, I can't afford to do that. I'm a coach, I can't afford to be the person that closes off my brain. I can't afford to be the person that is easily fooled. So it's easier to fool somebody, to convince them that they have been fooled, is a brain that's completely shut off to learning. And I'm very aware of that quote and I don't want to be that person. How about you? So if you want to have a healthy, fit, strong body, a healthy, fit, strong brain so that you can then have a healthy, fit, strong life, live your life to the max, could it be a really good idea to keep learning every day? Every day, something new. It keeps your brain active. It stops you from getting Alzheimer's and dementia. It makes sure that you can think clearly because your brain works better. But if there's something that you don't know that you think you should know because you're a doctor or a coach or an exercise professional or a lawyer and you think, well, people think I should know this, I need to pretend that I know it, surely that's just an ego thing and it's going to make you a fraud automatically because you're pretending to know something that you don't know. And I'm sharing that with you because I did that for a long time. And this is my last personal story. I share this because it was embarrassing but it changed my life. One of my clients who had been training with me for a long time came into my health club and told me that she had a inflamed gracilius. I figured that that inflammation must have been in her leg because she was limping, but I had no idea what a gracilius was. And it was the day that it changed my life because I said, as an exercise professional, I don't want to be a fraud. I don't want to be the person that doesn't know. So I changed my whole concept from I know everything already, I've heard that before, to being the open-minded, forever-learning blonde lady who please teach me. So if somebody uses a word I've never heard before, I ask them what it means. If there's a concept I've never heard about before, I ask people what it means and I go and study and research for myself so I can learn for myself, which means I'm constantly learning, constantly growing, constantly getting better. And that's just a very personal thing. If you're not growing, you're rotting. I don't want my brain to rot. I watched that happen to my father. It's not a genetic disease. It's not something that gets passed on. You don't have to get Alzheimer's. You don't have to get dementia. You don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be overweight. You don't even have to get old. We're all going to get old chronologically. Physiologically, we can stay young and fit and strong and healthy if we look after our body and our brain. If you look after your body and your brain, it will look after you. So how about we learn about it so we can live our life to the max. Check out the mountain today. It's beautiful. Woohoo!